The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speaker. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice from your own physician. Hello, this is Dr. Ram Hadass, a medical scientist at Texas Beck Institute and NAS committee member for patients' education. The podcast topic of today will be Sitting is the New Smoking. In this podcast, I will talk on the history of sitting, the anatomy of sitting, risk factors associated with prolonged sitting, common mistakes in sitting, how we can reduce the harmful effect of prolonged uh, sitting, and I'll finish discussing on several products that may help prolonged sitting and associate injury. So first, let's start with the history. Sitting is a healthy activity that reaches back to the prehistory. The hunter resting on a convenient boulder or fallen tree. The farmer resting on a haunches with friends to serve a day of planning. A chair first makes its appearance in, re- in recorded human history in the art of the Egyptians about 5,000 years uh, before Christ. Back in the days, chairs used only for kings, high bishops, and politicians. In 1820, John Blow is a great idea a chair for work. He assumed that if you're sitting, you can work longer. So your feet don't get tired and you become more energy efficient. What he did not realize at the time is that he moved the stress from the feet up to your spine. seeing your pelvic become the lower point of the chain and absorbing all the forces. This rise of this sitting as a bad habit idea referred to a chair uh, sitting and the ubiquity of a chair as an essential feature of, the, of domestic and work life in the last two centuries and especially a, 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 epidemic in the last two decades. In 1990, the online world took one more recognizable form when computer scientist Tim Berners-Lee invited the World Wide Web. The web helps spread the internet among the public and serve as a crucial step in developing vast flow of information that most of us uh, now access on a daily basis. With the fast and speed of the internet and the spread, the amount of time we spend in chairs, uh, if it's on the planes, uh, on the trains, the automobile, automobile cars, watching a movie, eating, uh, waiting for the physician, waiting for our children um, uh, in the club or basketball or at the gym. Uh, and, and most of us are actually working for sitting. In other words, we are in the midst of an inactivity crisis. Now let's talk about the anatomy of sitting. In chair sitting, the knee and the hip joints flex to around 90 degrees. The ligaments of the knee, hip and foot loosen. Most of the muscle relax and much of the weight of the body is transferred from the feet to the bottom of the, of the pelvis. This eases the strain on the feet and legs, but less obviously, sitting can release the stress in the hamstring and on the front of the spine by releasing all the flexors of the hip. There are certainly questions about what's happened to the leg in someone's sitting position like what's happened to our circulation when crossing one leg over the other, our concern here in this podcast is primarily in 
this what's happened from the tailbone up, the pelvic floor, the abdominum, the organs, respiratory system, shoulder position, and of course, uh, the neck. Up to 90% more pressure is put on your back when you sit versus when you stand. There are several reasons why. The first one uh, being that if you are likely most likely most American, uh, your habit of sitting is always that cause tension and imbalance in your back and neck. This applies to sitting at work, in the car, or at home. Loss of sitting can start as cascade of an of event in the core and legs that results in several problems. When sitting for extended period, the hip flexors um, are in their shorter position, which can prevent the glutes from firing, making them weak and will cause the hamstring to overwork. This results in anterior tilt, which is an extensive tilt of the pelvic. Anterior pelvic tilt can cause the abs to become underused and weak, which will make the pelvic tilt even more, even more, and making the sitter look like they have a big stomach, which they don't actually do. Anterior pelvic tilt can cause low back pain, poor movement mechanics when you walk, do sport, or any other activity, and reciprocal inhibition. In other words, when one muscle on one side of the joint relaxes because the opposite muscle is engaged. Sitting may be relaxing for your body, but to your nerves is a torture. The unnatural position causes strain and pinched nerves, which res results in pain throughout the body. If you sit in one position long enough and you don't move, the muscle contracts. As it contracts, it pulls the nerves it's in contract with, uh, so you go into a sort of a spasm. It's one thing to stimulate the muscles to contract and relax when you are engaging in activity, but if you contract it and don't move for a long time, it can pinch the nerves and cause pain in the lower back and shoulders. Injuries resulting from sitting for long periods are a serious occupational health and safety problem. Sitting job requires less muscular effort, but that does not accept people uh, from injuries usually associated with more physically demanding tasks. Limited mobility contributes to the injuries in the part of the body responsible for movement, like the muscles, bone, tendons, and ligaments. Another factor um, is that uh, steady localized tension is certain region of the body. So the neck and the lower back are the region that usually get affected. So what can happen uh, when we're doing a prolonged sitting? So prolonged sitting reduces body movement, making the muscles uh, more likely to pull, cramp, or strain uh, when stretched suddenly. Prolonged sitting is caused fatigue in the back and neck muscles by slowing the blood supplies and puts high tension on the spine, especially in the low back or neck. Prolonged sitting um, also causes a steady compression on the spinal discs that hinder the nutrition and can contribute to their premature degeneration. An upright position put the disc in your lower back in proper alignment and minimize the pressure uh, the endurance. Uh, sitting, on the other hand, 
forces the vertebra to crunch down um, onto, uh, into each other and bear a lot more force, increasing the risk of chronic lower back pain. When you're sitting, your spine is compressing. The muscle have weakened and, and, and the vertebra start collapsing, squeezing the padding and nerve between the disc. This is, this is a huge source of pain. More than half of us spend over 6 to 13 hours sitting down each and every day. Sitting can have short and long-term effects on your health and body, making, uh, making this seemingly benign activity potentially deadly. This motion, uh, motionless cause the illness we have come to recognize as motor disorder like diabetes, obesity, cancer, heart condition, and loss in blood volume. Here's a couple examples of what damage prolonged sitting can cause. By sitting all day, you're not depending on your powerful lower body muscles to hold you up. This leads to muscle atrophy, uh, which is the weakening of these muscles. Without a strong leg and glutes muscle to stabilize you, your body is at risk of, for injury. Another damage for prolonged sitting is, uh, is weight gain. When you spend most of your day sitting, the release of molecules which help uh, process the fat and sugar you eat is lessened and your rear end is at greater risk uh, widening. And this is all according to, uh, to research. Another potential damage is, uh, is tight hips and bad back. So sitting causes your hip flexor to shorten and your sitting position can also hurt your back, particularly if you have bad posture or don't use an ergonomic chair. Also, poor posture while sitting can cause compression on the disc in your spine and can lead to premature degeneration, which results in chronic pain. Prolonged sitting was highly correlated in anxiety and depression. The risk of both depression and anxiety is higher in people who sit the most. This, could be cause, uh, this is because the mental health benefit of fitness are lacking when one spending their day sitting down rather than moving. If so, uh, this risk could be mitigated with regular exercise. Prolonged sitting was uh, highly correlated with heart disease, so sitting can hurt your heart, potentially linked to a cardiovascular disease. Experts say that people who sit more have a 150% higher risk of suffering from a heart attack or stroke. Prolonged sitting is also highly correlated with diabetic risk, so people who spend more time sitting also have a 110% increasing risk of diabetes. And the last, uh, the last uh, potential damage from prolonged sitting is stiff shoulder and neck, which probably most of us have. As with your legs, butt and lower back, your shoulder and neck will also suffer from prolonged sitting. This is especially true if you are hunched over looking at the computer screen. So now let's talk on, uh, on common mistakes in sitting. Any position we hold for any length of time will eventually turn to pain because the body is not primed to do that. So let's talk of a couple of mistakes. The first mistake, your upper body slouch forward. So you're, you're slouching 
whether, uh, whether you know it or not. When you slouch while sitting, your head is pulled down and forward by gravity. Your spine will start to curve and your body will experience pain. Your spine has a three natural curve it's aimed to maintain. Imagine of tying, uh, tying an 11 pounds weight, which is the average weight of a human skull in the brain, uh, to your neck, and how it distort your spine. That's exactly what happened when your head slouches forward when sitting. Thinking of alignment your spine uh, straight up and down within the force of gravity to prevent ache, uh, aching when sitting. If you keep your back straight and you think of gravity as a force that pulls in one direction downward, like a vertical rod basically, you can align yourself to this vertical and spare your body from pain. Another common mistake in sitting is looking up or down at your monitors. When you look up at your monitor that is too high, uh, the neck is forced to extend. This compresses the joints in the neck and causes fatigue in the muscles, which could lead to inflammation, pain, and headache. Equally, you can also strain your neck by looking down at your monitor or looking at your laptop screen for a long time or what most of us doing, looking on our cell phone most of the day. This poor position also promoted a slouches posture for the rest of the spine, commonly to the upper and lower back issues. Another common mistake is slouching in your chair. So slouching in your chair could mean that your chair is too high or too low. If the chair is too high so that your legs hang, this can limit uh, circulation to the legs and cause fatigue and contribute uh, to various veins. If the chair is too low, the lower back end up in a forward flex position, contribute to disc issues and degeneration. Another common mistake in sitting is keep your legs fixed in one position. Often people stay in the same fixed position for hours on end. Even a good ergonomic setup will be determinedly if you stay there all day long. And the last uh, common mistake is reaching too far for the mouse and keyboard. Reaching uh, repetitively throughout the day to a mouse that is farther away that needs to be contributed to trigger point and muscle tension and fatigue in the neck, upper back, shoulders and arms. Keyboards that are too small, like a laptop keyboard or a cell phone, or at an incorrect height can contribute to repetitive strains such as carpal tunnel syndrome, tennis, goal, uh, tennis or golfer elbow, and uh, forearm strength. So, how can you reduce the harmful effect of prolonged sitting? As I mentioned earlier uh, in this podcast, any position we hold for any length of time will eventually turn to pain because the, the body is not primed to do that. For each major joint, such as uh, the hip, knees, and elbows, there are range within which every healthy person can find comfortable positions. These positions should not impede a person's breathing or circulating, uh, interfere with muscular action, or hinder the normal function of internal organs. So, a good sitting position is one that allows employees to change their body position frequently and naturally within acceptable range and when they want 
without being restricted by the workstation or job design. So a good sitting position in Twork focused on three areas, workplace design, job design, and education and training. Let's start with the workplace design. The workplace design should enable to employees to carry out work in comfort and safety while allowing them to make voluntary changes in the working posture. To achieve that, the design should include the following elements, the test, the workstation, and the chair design. The second uh, area that I would like to focus for a good sitting is the job design. No matter how well the workplace is designed, an employee who sits for a long period will suffer discomfort. The main objective of the job design in this situation is to reduce the amount of time the person spent of just sitting. Frequent changes in the sitting position are not enough to protect against blood pooling in the employee legs. Take into account that the work may require visual, manual, or food text, or a combination of, uh, of all these three. Each of these types of tests require different modification in workstation design. For instance, a visual test places tension on the neck, trunk, and pelvis so that the body maintains a position where the eyes can achieve and maintain the required vision for a needed duration of time. So the design of the workstation must reduce the strain on the neck. Where positioning the work uh, properly is not possible, work schedule should shorten the number of, uh, of time employees spend on each, text, on each task. Both the movement and the forces involved in the manual task affect body position. Another example is for light manipulating tasks. Wrist and arm support may help in this, in this situation. Another example for heavier tasks, it may help to arrange the work surface below the employee's elbow height. The arrangement of the workstation should allow the employee to keep the spine vertically aligned while exerting force. The employees should not have to lift and transfer, and transfer load forward or in a straight uh, direction. Employees doing foot tasks should have pedal local directly in front of them to prevent the hips from twisting. Employees must be able to support the body evenly uh, to avoid asymmetry. All workstation components such as chair, desk and computer uh, workbench or panels in control rooms all affect the employee's body position. A workstation should also allow for frequent changes between a variety of body position. And the, last, and the third area I would like to focus for a good sitting is education and training. Individual work uh, uh, practices, including sitting habits, are shaped by proper education and training. Encourage employers and employees to adopt methods that reduce fatigue from too little and too much workload. Explain the health hazards uh, of prolonged sitting and give recommendations on what an employee in a given workplace can do to improve the working position. 
Employees need to know how to adjust the workstation to fit their needs for specific tests. They also must to know how to readjust the workstation throughout the day to relieve muscular tension. Emphasize the importance of rest uh, periods for the employee health and explain how active rest can do more for keeping employees healthy than passive rest. The effect of such training uh, can reach far beyond occupational situations because the employees can apply this knowledge also in their off-job life. Another important aspect of job design is feedback from the employees. Consultation with employees can help tailor the solutions to the individuals and personalize their work. Five minutes of moderate to vigorous activity, such as walking for every 40 to 50 minutes of uh, sitting, can help protect an employee. These breaks are also beneficial uh, because they give the heart, lungs, and, mu and, mus and muscles some exercise. Where particulars job uh, jobs should inc incorporate activity break, such as a work-related task away from the desk, or simple exercise an employee can carry out on the work site. When people sit for too long, uh, the muscles and joints become stiff and tight. Stretching helps loosening up the joint and lengthening uh, the muscles to, have the to help the body work more efficiently. Stretching the muscles and joints of the body also help ward off potential injury to the back. If the back muscles and spine are better able to support the body and work while turning on twisting, pulled muscle or slipped disc into the back are less likely. Sitting in a chair for eight hours per day does not strengthen any muscles. Research has shown that back muscles are weakened from prolonged sitting. So when back muscles are weakened, they cannot support the spine as they should. So a lot of people ask me, how do I select the proper chair? So a basic rule of ergonomics is that there is no such thing as the average person. However, providing individually designed chairs for every employee is not partic uh, particular. The only solution is to provide the employee with a fully adjustable chair that can accommodate the maximum range of people, which typically is, is 90 to 95% of the population. The chair must have controls to allow easy adjustment of the seat height and tilt as well, of, as well as the backrest height and angle. It is important that the employee can operate this control from sitting position. The chair design must match the task. A trial period is essential to the process of selecting a chair. Employees should try out the chairs in the real work situation uh, and ensure it meets the need of the job before the final selection is made. Now let's talk on a couple of products that may help prolong sitting and associate injury. The first one is standing desk, and I start seeing this more and more recently. Standing, even for short periods throughout the day, has been proven to help ele elevate or prevent sitting causes back pain. 
By standing in your desk, you will burn extra calories and the variability offered by sit-to-stand desk will benefit you in more ways than you might think. There are commercial products that easily allow you to change the level of your work so you can vary your position as often as your body demands. A second product we can mention earlier is ergonomic chair. For, more, for most of us, sitting is just part of our daily uh, lives and jobs. Even for those with the benefits of standing desk, it's still important to make sure that you have a quality chair for the considerable time you still spend sitting. New ergonomic chairs appear regularly include Brevetan to include inflated balls, various forms of lumbar support, uh, one where you rest forward into your shin, expensive ones with adjustable everything. All of these are a great idea. And all of this work for some people, but none of this works forever and for everybody. Ergonomics focus chairs offer low back or lumbar support, which is key in making your sitting time much less painful. Another product that may help in a prolonged sitting is a keyboard tray. A keyboard tray is an excellent ergonomic accessory that allows you to adjust your keyboard height and angle independently from your desk or monitors. This can uh, help in achieving good posture and can help minimize pain both sitting and standing. One more product is the monitor arms. Monitor arms allow you to position your monitor exactly where you need them. Monitor arms often both to improve desk aesthetic or organize the organization, but they are great for those suffering from back and neck pain. They allow you to bring your monitors closer and position them in an ideal angle and height. This can reduce your tendency to lean forward or look downward at your screen. One more thing that can help a prolonged sitting is social habits. Getting up for five minutes out of every hour, even just to walk around or do a bit of light stretching or exercise to reverse many of the negative effects of prolonged sitting. Interestingly, five minutes performed each hour has a better effect than 30 minutes of exercise at the end of the day because the damage of prolonged sitting is already done if you're sitting all day long. Even sustained period of uh, intensive exercise does not make up for hours of uninterrupted sitting. So what we can do? Set up a timer to make sure you get out of the chair for at least a few minutes every hour. Most of us uh, are on a smartphone that can easily do this. Set a class to gym every hour and then use the alarm as a single to get up uh, for a few minutes and stretch walk outside or just bounce a little bit. Another advice is keep in motion. Adjusting your position every 15 to 30 minutes to prevent changes to your lumbar disc. So go ahead and get a fresh coffee, go see what call it, gas out of the windows, do anything other than sitting a few times an hour and you won't feel so much pain later on. Uh, another product that may uh, help easing the pain is use inverse, uh, inversion table. 
Inversion therapy table is a technique where you are suspended upside down to stretch the spine and relieve back pain. The theory is that by shifting the body gravity, the pressure eases off the back while also providing traction for the spine. Activities such as sitting, running, and bending can pull pressure on this disc. The pressure increases the risk for the back pain, a collapsed vertebra, or in other complications. Uh, interestingly, according to Mayo, uh, Mayo Clinic's uh, research, most well-designed studies uh, found inversion therapy is ineffective, but some um, people report this form of stretching as a beneficial complementary treatment to back pain. Another product I saw that may help is a strap system. The strap system um, is, is a system to pull the shoulder back or straightening the spine uh, can likewise be helpful but likewise do not solve the actual problem for many of us uh, for a long time. So in summary, sitting for prolonged period can be a major cause of back pain, cause increased stress of, uh, of the back, neck, arms, and leg, and can enter a tremendous amount of pressure to the back muscles and spinal disc. Finally, no matter how comfortable you are at your desk, Prolonged static posture is not good for your back. Try to remember to stand, stretch, and walk at least a minute or two every half hour. Moving about and stretching regularly throughout the day will help keep your joints, ligament, muscles, and tendon loose, which in turn will help you feel more comfortable, more relaxed, and more productive. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I was Dr. Ram Hadas. See you in my next podcast.